Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Evelyn and this is Life Over Matter. This is my podcast. It's every Wednesday and Saturday and I cover everything that you can think of that is to better one's life. It's actually the story of my journey Uh, and to go over it kind of quickly with you about three years ago, a little bit more than that now, I embarked on a health journey to try to get my health in better shape. And then I noticed that there was a lot of things that was happening with my mind and my body and my understanding of the world and life. And I was curious about things and passionate about other things. I was changing my mind all the time and also taking a look at life a little bit differently. Uh, The pandemic happened right in the midst of everything and it really made me start to look at life and wonder how much juice I could squeeze out of it and it taught me a lot about love and life and loss and the moment and living in it and how important that is and so each week twice a week I, uh, I do this podcast to uh, reach out to others and we can do exercises together on how to try to be our best selves and learn lessons together. And I'm sharing that with you in hopes that I can help change perspective or outlook or maybe teach and learn with you uh, on so many different levels. So for those who listen to me all the time, welcome back to the podcast and thank you for joining me again. For those who are new, uh, outside of what I just explained, I also have two books that I read uh, in this season, in the second season, but I highly suggest you start from the first season. It'll take you a little bit. There's a lot of episodes to go through, but a lot of people that listen to podcasts like to binge listen to them. So it kind of goes in order, but not so much. It's all just my thoughts and ideas uh, and how everything worked out or things that I was going to be trying some of it is updates on what happened after I tried it. So um, anyway, today I'm going to be talking to you about uh, perspective. It's something that I covered in the first season also, but it has changed my life greatly and continues to change my life greatly every day. Uh, Every moment of every day, something will happen. And if it's against the grain, if it's part of change, I have to be mindful of the perspective that I'm looking at it in. And it kind of ties in with last week's episode uh, it, of the bounce back, which went over really, really well. I appreciate you guys who listened to that so much. Um, if you haven't listened to it, you might be interested in it. It was all about rejection and taking it and getting back up and taking lessons and learning and understanding people and maybe where they're coming from. And that's what this one is about, too. Uh, only the perspective that you see things in. Uh, I was talking about it with a couple people and they said, you know what, I would love to talk about how to change my perspective on things because I think that it would change a lot of what happens to me in my life. And I thought to myself, you know, I've already covered that, but there's not, there's not a limit to how much coverage can be on that because life is all about the way that you look at things and the lens that you see it through. Someone else who's sitting beside you may not look at the same exact situation the same way that you do. It happens personally, professionally, in parenting, in friendships. I mean, it happens in all different scenarios. And so uh, you can never be too verse in looking at things in different perspectives. And some people are just very stubborn 
and it's harder for them. I'm stubborn in certain areas. Like, I think it's part of my horoscope. Uh, I'm a Taurus and it's the bull and I can be very stubborn sometimes stuck in my ways and I've talked about on this podcast before that I get uncomfortable with change I like things to be the same I like you know when I come in the door throwing my keys on the table I know knowing that table is going to be there you know and I always use the analogy that when change happens it's like cooking in somebody else's kitchen you know, because I I cook all the time. So that resonates with me pretty deep. And, you know, I can't imagine going into somebody's kitchen and cooking and, you know, going for the big spoon and it not being there, going for the knife and it not being there. It's there, but it's in a different place. And so different perspectives can be a challenge. And that's what I'm all about, uh, is facing those challenges head on and saying, you know, what can I do to adjust my lifestyle to hop into this challenge headfirst and learn the lessons and feel the feels and take the failure if it happens, learn from it, squeeze juice out of that perspective. You know what I mean? Like out of that layer of perspective, change my thoughts on something. And I love the epiphanies when they happen, the aha moments when I'm like, oh my gosh, you're right. And some of the greatest conversations that I've ever had have had me right in the middle of my stubborn talk conversation and then the light bulb goes off and I get to see and experience right at that moment how looking at something differently can change myself and the people around me or something that I'm looking forward to or something that I'm dreading and how it can help me by learning new lessons and taking on new challenges outside of that, you know? So today I'm going to be talking to you about these challenges and, you know, letting, not letting the negative thoughts consume you. Uh, I know that there's been a couple instances this year so far where I've had a project or a presentation or something come up that I thought I knew what it was all going to be about or how it was going to go. And I dreaded it, dreaded it, dreaded it. I wasted all of this time. And this isn't just this year, but in particular, I have had instances this year. But in life, you know, you get these things and you think that you know what they're going to be like. And you dread them, dread them, dread them because you know what happened to other people, yada, yada, yada. And in those areas, in those situations, it has been an amazing experience. You know, I'm very blessed. I've got a lot of people that are around me that care about me. So, you know, and that's professionally as well as personally. In my professional life, I have a lot of people that know where my soft spots are, know what areas I get nervous about and things like that. And they're a very strong support system for me. So it makes me braver. It gives me more courage. And then when I go out there and I make whatever happened, happen, you know, I'm my biggest critic as we all are, our own worst critic, right? Uh, you know, I turn around and I, and I take a look at it afterwards and I'm like, you know, Evelyn, what was the big deal? Like, why were you so nervous? You probably took a year off of your life just then, you know, with your sweaty palms and your shaky voice and your shaking knees under the table. And it all was for something better. It was all for the greater good. You came out more polished because of it. Now, because I'm not perfect. Uh, You know, I do stumble and stutter and, you know, find myself in these situations where I think I know better and I, and I don't. And that's a hard one to take on the chin, you know, like you fall on your face, you've got to get back up. And, you know, that was a larger part of what I was getting at last week is that 
You don't know if you're going to stand tall and shine or if you're going to fall on your face ever. Like you could be the greatest person in the world at something. You could be the, you could have done something thousands of times, but that doesn't still mean that you don't have to try anymore or, you know, that you get too comfortable in doing that because the way that life works is that we have these different chapters and, you know, throughout time as we grow as people and as you get older, you do get wiser. It's not just a cliched saying, it's a real thing. Uh, you know, you look at things differently. You see things through a different light. Uh, you, you understand things differently because they affect you in a different way. And it could be a good way or it could be a bad way. But either, either way is the, the lens you see it through. And that's so important. Uh, and I, al- I always have to keep myself thinking about that forest through the trees mentality. You know, think about the end result. Think about you know, why this is important, why this is something that could mean something to somebody else or worth the time and energy or pain. You know, it's not always sunshine and daisies. There are times where you get the feels or you, you don't succeed at something, which is part of life. And then you have this, this series of events that come after where you are strengthening yourself again because you weren't expecting that failure or that fall and that right there that strengthening is an amazing polishing technique that all of us take for granted and it happens to us all the time the roller coaster of life I've had a good day I've had a good day I've had a good day I had a bad day and everything went wrong I had a good day. I had a good day. I had a good day. The good days are great and I love them. Trust me from start to finish. If I hit every green light, we are good to go. But when I have bad days, I get to turn around on the good days and reflect. And that reflection always has lessons from those bad days that come out of it. Maybe it's something as simple as the sun still shines in my world every day. I get to breathe every morning and that's another chance to make another impression. That's another chance to try that project again. That's another chance to throw those ideas in the bucket again. That is another chance to change someone's mind about something or open myself more uh, when I'm closed off or vice versa. Close myself off and try something different with my personality or something as easy as the things that I like or changes in the menu when I get sick of dieting and eating the same thing all the time. Something that simple to something very complicated. Uh, It's all about that perspective. So today I'm going to talk to you about that and we're going to cover an article that's in Bustle, which is one of my favorite places to read articles in. As you know, those of you who have been listening to this for a while are like, oh, she's reading Bustle today. Uh, It's going to talk about different things that we can do to change our perspective and think about it cognitively. We can know that it's happening at the time that it's happening so that we can be more control of the lens we see things through. So I'm going to take a quick break and we will be back to talk about this all right after this message. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for sticking with me through that. 
I am going to go through, like I said uh, in the first segment on uh, the perspective of the way that you look at things in life. I think it's really important. Uh, And as I had said earlier, I I had a couple people in conversation talk about how this subject never gets old. You have different perspectives on different facets of life. You, You look at things differently depending on where you came from and what your personality traits are and what you're passionate about. A lot of us are are passionate people and that's why being our best selves is so important and conquering some of life's challenges and obstacles is so uh, vital to completing a well-lived life and you know I, I talk a lot recently about uh, either close calls that I've had with death or uh, having death in my life when someone passes away and a lot of times I am left thinking if I could have just had one more conversation with them what would I have said if I could have done one last thing with them what would I have done or I wonder what they went through or or something like that and I've had both shoes on. I've had the shoe where I've lost and I've had the shoe on where I came close to losing my own life. And uh, that was, you know, another episode uh, where I, I had talked about it in depth, but I had a diverticulitis flare up and I didn't know that I had diverticulitis at the time and I had gotten an abscess that had gotten punctured and poison was going through my system for days before I got up enough courage to go to the hospital and at that point it was it was very late very 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 late and uh, it was a very challenging time but I was incredibly cognizant the entire time so even though I was on a lot of drugs after I went in there I was still very much in a place of knowing every moment what was happening to me and it was very scary and when you're in a situation like that it really makes you look at the moments that you live differently and with that being said it changes your perspective on a lot of things and so I wanted to bring more of a spotlight to this subject and I probably will continue to do so in episodes in the future because it's not one specific thing that you can do in this regard that makes you an expert. It's always a challenge for everybody to keep in mind the perspective that you should have and when you should have it and how many different shades of something could be actual. Uh, And so I'm going to go through this list on bustle with you and it's going to go through a lot of university studies, which everybody loves statistics, and it's going to kind of shed a light a little bit on some of the things that might be pertaining to yourself and myself too, and different ways that we can conquer that being within us that just wants to take the same route all the time. And uh, this gives us the opportunity to utilize what's deep down within us and challenge ourselves to think differently and to take the different road. And a lot of that is what I had talked about last week with the rejection and, and bouncing back from that and grabbing the the lessons and being more polished as a result of that. So this week, I'm kind of segueing into this. 
I've talked about perspective on the podcast before, but in this note, uh, it is about taking the situations that happen to you and seeing them through a different lens. It's, it's almost like giving us a tool in this article, uh, several tools, 11 of them, I believe, uh, to look at them differently and understand them exercises where you could be like, Oh my gosh, I'm having a terrible day today. Well, you know, if I go back to that one podcast episode that that girl did that life over matter with Evelyn, uh, maybe I can look at this a little bit differently and maybe this bad day could actually be one of the best days of my life. So number one is stop thinking in terms of should, and you guys can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes, should. In an interview with Bustle, certified meditation coaches and co-founders of some meditational apps said that thinking in terms of should and how things should be can lead to disappointment. We all tend to see things from our limited perspective, but our view of how things should be causes most of the suffering in our lives. Avoid this perception for greater happiness. And I couldn't agree with that more. I talk about on here, or at least I did in the first season, how much I don't like New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve for a lot of people is a new beginning. And I really don't like it if I've had a great year because I have problems with change. Uh, That's one of my biggest challenges is I like things to be the same and routine. And I like knowing where something is, uh, like I mentioned in the first segment and many times in this podcast previous. And so New Year's Eve is a real challenge for me. And I try each year to do something different so that I have something to look forward to because I dread the change. I always think about what is going to happen in the next year? Um, um, I I always think of the good, but then I think of the bad. And the bad overseeds the good. Like, I'll say, I've got this and this and this. What will I not have this time next year? Or, I want this, this and this. I've been working towards this, this and this. Will I have it in the coming year? Or, you know, different shades like that. But should... Like, I should have this. And then when it doesn't happen, feeling so disappointed. I should have done this. And then when I don't, kicking myself for not going in that direction. Or it should turn out like that. I'm not sure, but it should. And then when it doesn't, feeling wrong, you know? And nobody likes to feel wrong. Uh, It's that piece of rejection in life that I was talking about in the last episode that you have to learn a lesson from and lessons are hard sometimes so uh yeah never think in the terms of should number two is consider the other person's perspective very important this is something that I've learned over the years especially when you're in charge of a group of people whether it be when you're fundraising or or you've got some charity Um, functions that you do or with work or even if you're organizing something on in your private time Uh, it is it is always beneficial to uh, put somebody else's shoes on for a minute uh, perspectively Uh, and if you're interacting with somebody else think of his or her perspective and how it compares to your own For example, let's say we're expecting to meet someone for lunch at noon and they show up a half an hour late. We may have many different feelings depending on our perspective. We may feel angry that they've disrespected our time or maybe we feel worried that something bad had happened to them. 
However, from their point of view, they may have been stuck in traffic or thought noon was merely a suggestion to aim for rather than time in set in stone. To aim for rather than time set in stone. And I agree with that as well. I, uh, I oftentimes will get upset or something like that and then turn around and be like, well, how do you think that they felt? Or I'll tell somebody else. Somebody else will come to me and they'll be complaining about something and they'll be all revved up. And I'll be like, well, think about what that must have been like for them, you know? And I always see the aha moment happen in the people that I say that to. And when it happens to me, I always have that moment where I'm like, oh man, you know, to myself, how did I jump to this conclusion? How did I think this so quickly? How did I come to this outcome so fast I should have thought it through. I should have understood where they were coming from. And that's a huge, huge thing for me. Uh, and I have to be cognizant of it. It's a, it's a t- every time challenge where I have to step back and be like, oh my gosh, what are they going through? Number four, think of the bigger picture. Consider the bigger picture when forming a perspective on something. And think of how one's perspective or area of focus and hold up within the larger picture of real world effects. By widening our lens to the bigger picture, we begin to see things more clearly, as if instead of seeing the individual walls in a maze, we suddenly see it from above it in its entirety. And that's an awesome metaphor for that, because there's so many twists and turns in life. But if you're if you're feeling it, if you're thinking of it from, a, I call it helicoptering in, you know, uh, because that's what we used to call it uh, when we were seeing each other in person more often um you know when you're looking at things from a broader dashboard view it's much easier to anticipate the outcome number five is show gratitude this is one of my favorite ones and uh this derives from me uh from my my history of loss uh with family and friends uh death And I talk about that openly in this podcast also because death is one of the most fascinating things to me on a spiritual level. Uh, And it's because of the losses that I've had in my life. And um, with that and what I was referring to earlier in the episode about not getting that chance to have that last conversation or that one card game or or whatever it was that you um that last conversation you know did I tell them that I loved them did they know when they died how much how much I felt for them you know um that lesson believe it or not has taught me uh the gratitudes in life uh and how each moment is of the essence and I try to keep that in mind I try to be thankful for everything that I have because I've seen the other side of the coin. I've seen I've seen people that are just grateful for a bottle of water and just grateful to have a roof over their head and you know a ride to work. Maybe it's not their car but a ride. And it's just it it makes you look at your whole life differently. It makes you feel like there is so much out there that you could give back that you could change and then if we all had that attitude to change you know as far as sharing what it is that the effect 
even if it's emotional. You know how many people just wish that they had someone to talk to? Just someone who could have a conversation with them? Or There's a lot of people, believe it or not, who believe that nobody thinks they're worth talking to. And it's free. And it's just, when you understand that there are people out there that are like that, and you never know who it is. I mean, look at Robin Williams. He was very, very depressed, and no one knew it. Um, Of course, he had lots of things happening with him. He had uh, undiagnosed disease. He had all kinds of stuff, but he was one of the funniest people of all time, one of the most talented actors that we'll ever see in our lifetime. And he was hurting so badly inside and you don't know what other people are going through and one of the best ways to keep a finger on the pulse of that is to understand your own blessings and understanding your own blessings is having that feeling of gratitude it makes you look at everything differently it makes you understand things that normally you wouldn't understand had you not been thankful for having it in the first place And so I love that. Number six is to smile, which is one of my favorite things to do. As demonstrated in a 2011 study from Michigan State University, even if you're feeling upset and smiling is probably the furthest thing from your mind, cracking a smile and showing a few white pearly teeth can be an instant mood booster. It can help you shift your perspective on whatever obstacle you're dealing with in order to feel happier and more optimistic about what's to come. Number seven, and something I'm guilty of, is get a workout and I need to do this more. I really do. Although I under I underestimate the power of swimming and I swim almost every day. Uh maybe every other day. Um but I need to work out more. According to a 2008 study conducted at University of Bristol, getting a sweat session in can boost mood and happiness levels. And this is a great asset for you when you're feeling down and need to shift to a more positive perspective. Gain some clarity, enhance your mood, and start to feel more relaxed and less anxious overall. Find an activity that works for you and one that's enjoyable and effective. It's something I've got to do myself too. I am always like, oh, I don't want to go work out because I don't like sweating a ton. Who does? And I don't like stripping my hair of all of the its natural oils and everything when I'm like showering three times a day you know I uh I like my skin dries out like it's a whole thing where I could just complain 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 but at the end of the day a fault is where it lies and working out is great for you it's great for your circulation it's great for your lungs it's great for your mood it's great for your energy from a spiritual sense it's amazing for your internal vibration, your center consciousness. It is wonderful for weight loss. And I mean, everything, there's so many health advantages to working out and bringing your heart rate up and exercising your insides. It's phenomenal. And you show it from the inside out, your skin glows, your eyes glow, your feelings are taken out on your workout. And really there's, there's so many great things. Um, Number eight is to help others. Another one of my more favorite ones. Uh, When you're feeling down about yourself, it's easy to put things in the proper perspective when you consider how you stand compared to others. Those who may be suffering are worse off than you are, shown in a 2008 study at the University of California, Berkeley. So giving a little money to others can make us feel more positive, 
spend a little to brighten someone's day. And I can't stress that enough. I, um, I love selfishly feeling like I've made a change in the world or the life of somebody else. Unselfishly, I love knowing that I was able to take my blessing and spread it out to others. And I think that as far as perspective goes, uh, when you give to others, it also, and not mentioned in this article, it gives you amazing conversations to find out about people and their lives and their culture and their background and their childhood and their adulthood and their dreams and their aspirations. And some of that rubs off on you. Some of it rubs off on you. It teaches you lessons. It makes you feel a certain way about certain things. And you can't buy that, right? It is that that secret to life that nobody tells you but it's the challenge to get to know on your own. And that's when you never met a stranger, like I said earlier, and you start these conversations with people and you find out what they need and you're able to, to give back. If, if you've got gratitude for what you have and you share it, there's something that's remarkable about that. Number nine is take a nap. An in-house sleep expert says, that getting enough sleep can help you change your perspective to a happier one. There is a lot of scientific evidence showing that insomnia results in much higher rates of depression and anxiety. As you become sleep deprived, your ability to control your mood is reduced. Thinking holistically in order to maintain a positive outlook, having sleep is a key aspect as it helps to maintain hormone levels that will contribute to a positive attitude, such as serotonin and dopamine. It is recommended to get seven to nine hours of sleep nightly. I try. I try. That is also a constant challenge for me. Number 10 is write down your negative thoughts. Take a look at the beliefs and thoughts that you focus on and how they impact your mood. Take note of the ones that make you feel sad, negative, or stuck. Writing down these thoughts can be therapeutic as a way of distancing them once written, you can even throw out the paper when done. I like that. I like that. I, I oftentimes will journal um, what I'm eating. I have the journal, di- the, you know, the food habits journaled, the eating habits and all of that. But I also will write down my dreams. I will write down different content that I think is useful. I will write down different ideas that I have for recipes and stuff like that. And it really is conducive to processing ideas for me. Uh, I'm definitely someone who has to write everything down. Anybody who works with me knows that that's legitimate. I'm always taking notes by hand. And I do that in life too. And when you are able to cross something off your list or check it off or throw it away, it is such a wonderful feeling of completion. And it does help change your perspective when it comes to how much you can accomplish and being motivated and seeing things through a different lens. It's really useful. Number 11, say positive thoughts to yourself. Replace negative thoughts with something more positive. Practice focusing on the positive thoughts. The more you practice, the easier it'll be for these thoughts to become second nature. Strive to say at least three positive thoughts about yourself each day as it can make you feel happier and more confident during the day and help you banish negative thoughts. And I think that this goes hand in hand with your affirmations, right? Which I think are very important too. 
Even if you don't believe them at the moment, saying them out loud about yourself in the present time puts those ideas into your subconscious. This is the same type of thought process with the vision board or with writing things down, affirmations, putting them in a jar. These are my goals. I'm going to read them in a year. I'm going to see where I've come with this. It's putting it out there and understanding how important that is and vital for your happiness. Uh, You've got to take chances. And a lot of people don't take chances because of their perspective on things. And I am definitely trying to challenge myself more to take more chances because I find that the things that I think are going to be scary or not scary at the end of the day, that the the deep water, jumping into the deep water is going to be a mistake. And then I find out that it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> you know, uh, talking to that group of people that I thought were going to think I was a fool actually thought I was the funniest, most interesting person they'd ever met. And so uh, it just it just goes to show you that everything is what you think of it, how you think of it, how you process it. And you've got to give yourself a chance to flip through those shades, flip through those perspectives so that you can give yourself a fighting chance of understanding what the lessons and everything are. With all of that being said, I'm going to give you your Saturday back. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me today. And I hope that you were able to get as much out of these lessons as I was. I will be using all of these, especially the workout one, wink, wink. Uh, And I can't wait to talk to you all again. Until next time, I hope that you have an amazing morning, a wonderful afternoon, and a good night and a safe holiday.